The Audioverse Awards are supported on Patreon by listeners like you. Help us achieve our physical trophy goals by donating a dollar or ten dollars. Whatever you would like to give helps. Visit us on the web at patreon.com slash audioverseawards. That's patreon.com slash audioverseawards. Thank you. This is Tara Hole-Wagner, Agent Abrams on Crosswired, which is about an NSA agent who discovers he's a cyborg and now must figure out who made him and why before his enemies can destroy him. This is Episode 8. Thanks for listening. Following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Oral Traditions presents Crosswired. This production contains strong language and would likely be rated PG. Parental discretion is advised. have directed all questions to local law enforcement. Again, in what appears to be a suicide, a passenger on the northbound Acela to Boston locked herself in a bathroom and shot herself to death. Police have not released the name of the individual. Service throughout the Northeast Corridor has been disrupted while the investigation continues. Passengers on Acela Express 2160 have been transferred to alternate trains, but the system is already overloaded with travelers displaced by the closure of airports up and down the eastern seaboard due to Hurricane Norris. In response to this event, Amtrak officials have directed all questions to local law enforcement. Dr. Bannister? Yeah, uh, this is, uh, Dr. Boyle. I was working with Dr. Garvin, Clement Garvin, and, uh... God, I just heard what happened to him. I'm kind of in shock. Yes, that came as a shock to all of us. Have you heard who did it? I've barely been able to find out anything. No, ma'am, I haven't. Look, I wanted to ask you about a patient we were caring for. A patient? Yeah, sure. Simon Doherty. Dr. Bannister, you still there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, I guess I had a bad connection. You said... Simon Doherty. You know him? Uh, no. Can't say that I do. But I get laps from so many places. I don't keep track of every patient's name. Look, I have to... Dr. Bannister, this is real important. Dr. Garvin and I were working very closely with a patient, if you follow and I really need to get your insights into some of these lab results I'm looking at. Now isn't a good time. I'm actually in my car right now, heading up 270. I can be there in an hour. You're driving in this weather? As I said, this is kind of important. You gonna be at your office, or should I meet you somewhere else? I, uh, no. Is this your cell? Yeah. Let me send you an address. You got signal? Yeah. An hour, huh? Good one. You get what you needed? Piece of cake. So, what now? We wait for her to make a call, and... Here it is. Shit, it's encrypted. I thought they all are. This is a second layer. Ha ha ha! Take that! What are you doing? Shh, I killed her connection. Why? 
I got her Timsy and Casey. Just whipped up my own BTS. Classic man in the middle. You lost me. Man in the I know middle. what that means. I mean the other stuff. Hang on a sec. There. Just listen. We got a problem. What kind of problem? We got a call from some guy claiming to be one of the kids' doctors. Says he was working with Garvin. Who is he? I don't know. Said his name was Boyle. Think he knows anything? Why the hell do you think I called? He wants to come over here. What do you want me to do? How much time do you have? He's expecting me to send him my address. He'll be here in an hour. Wait, he doesn't know where you are? Only my office, I think. Then sit tight. Don't text him. No, wait, give him a bad address. Otherwise, he'll just look you up. Then get down here. Okay, I just need to pack a few things. Pretty rad, huh? Rad? It's making a comeback. Good lord. So... What are we gonna do? When she walks out of that building across the street, we follow her. I think we wanna be where she's going. Gretch! Someone! Let me out! I really need you to be quiet in here. Let me out! Not yet. When are you going to tell me what's going on? Look, Simon, things are complicated right now. No kidding. I'm serious. We've got a bit of a disagreement going on. There are some who think you've become too much of a liability to the cause. Think you should be... well... destroyed. Destroyed? Your employer former employer, knows what you are now. They may not be able to connect all the dots, but if they can recover you, they definitely will. But I don't even know what the hell It's I... all there, inside you. If they get it, game over. What game? I can't tell you. Gretch. Don't. Please. Look, Simon, I'd really like to see you not be destroyed. I've invested over two years of my life for this project. Is that what I am to you? A project? You hungry? No. Well, someone will be bringing you food anyways. Gotta keep that organic brain of yours fed. Gretch. I gotta go. I need answers! Damn it, Simon! Don't you get it? I'm trying to save you! We need you! We? What about you? The attack on the health center. The one that... The one that almost killed me? The news said that was Kanto. That was you. It was Kanto, but not me. I told you, there are some that think you've outlived your usefulness. They were willing to kill innocent people just to get to you. How did they miss? How did they miss? Faulty intel. And if they'd gotten me? If they'd gotten you, there would still be eight innocent people alive today. Robert LeClaire would still be alive, and Madeline Swihart, Julia Decker and her seven-year-old daughter, Millie, Donna Washington, Lee Kim, Latoya Turner, Darren Summers. All would still be alive. How? I repeat their names like a litany in my head. I've been weaponized, Simon. You're probably more human than I am at this point. So don't go looking for more than what I can give. I'll do what I can to keep you alive, to give some purpose to the death of Millie Decker to ease your guilt. 
That'll be your lunch. Better eat up. So this is global warming? Climate change, man. Whatever. We'll need to move underground if this shit keeps up. Until the storm drains are full. Hey, maybe the mole people will let us move in with them. The mole? Tell me you're... <laughs> you're too easy, man. Relax. I can't see more than ten feet in front of me, and you want me to relax? I'm tracking her. We got this. Just drive your drive. Play your game. What was that Timsy stuff before? Just cell tech. Phones and towers gotta be able to identify each other. Codes and encryption keys and stuff. Once you grab them, you can impersonate a tower, grab everything coming and going, sniff it, read it, pass it along to its original destination, bam! No one the wiser. Yeah, well, good job. I blush from such effusive praise. So, who are these people? Not really sure. They dangerous? Do I need to break out some kung fu fighting moves? You do, kung fu. hoo That's what I was afraid of. You've been briefed on Kanto. Yeah, we all got that. I maybe got a bit more than some of the others. That who this is? Could be. The big time, huh? I'm expecting a huge promotion after this. Huge! Your way with words on a recommendation letter should get me a directorship by the time I'm 30. You want to be a director? Hell no. I just want to be asked. Well, you're no field agent. If things get hairy, you just keep your head down. I need you for intel, not your kung fu moves. Got it? Roger that, Roger. <clears throat> Mr. Boyle. So, this doctor we're tracking... Someone planted a sleeper in the agency. That sleeper is no longer in our control. He's a time bomb, and we think he's in Kanto's hands. This doctor knows what he is. So we're hoping she leads us to their hidden lair. Their bat cave? Abrams. Call me Abby. Sounds like we may be together for a while. May as well be on a nickname basis, right, Raj? You can still call me Abby, Mr. Boyle. So, this sleeper... Is a cyborg. Holy shit! Really? Damn, I knew it, hot damn! You knew he was a cyborg? No, man, but they're real! That's our ticket to immortality right there. I so want a hot robot bod that'll last forever. No more CrossFit bullshit for me! Yeah, well, we don't know where he came from, but if Kanto has technology like that... They could pretty much infiltrate anyone. The entire world. All those secrets revealed to a band of rebels. The plans to the Death Star. So, an enemy right in our midst, huh? Near as we can tell, he didn't even know it. He was a human bug. Cyborg bug. Yeah. Not to him, though. You sympathetic? Hell no. Still, it's one thing to make a conscious decision to take action. To be used like that, putting him out of his misery would be a kindness. Is that what we're here to do? If necessary. Bannister's signal is getting weak. Speed up, will ya? Goddamn global warming.
You have been listening to Crosswired, Episode 8, written by Stephen Cardinal and starring Edie Allen as Dr. Bannister, Raul Ceballos as Boyle, Tara Holwegner as Abrams, Chelsea Rogers as Gretchen, Chris Melton as Simon, and a special guest appearance by Pete Lutz of the Narada Radio Company and the Pulpuri Theater as the newscaster. Be sure to check out Pulpuri Theater and Narada Radio Company on iTunes, Stitcher, and other web locations. If you're enjoying Oral Traditions Productions, please leave us a review on iTunes. Doing so will help other audio drama lovers find our show. You can also find us on Facebook or on the web at oraltraditions.org. Oral Traditions is a production of Straight Talk Entertainment. Oh, my God.